Hi, you are now listening to Pursuit of Plenty, a podcast where we talk about living forward, finding, reclaiming, and creating the abundant life following a divorce, breakup, or any other big life change. Sharing stories and advice on how to make it through the transitions of life while not losing your fabulous self or your mind in the shuffle. Hello, plenty people. Welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Plenty podcast. My name is Tisha and I will be your host. And I am back after a little bit of a break. I haven't done a podcast in, I guess, about a month now. And I don't have any excuses other than, yes, it was very busy. It's been a very busy month. There has, you know, school was coming to an end. Um, There were lots of programs and concerts and all kinds of yummy goodness to celebrate with my children and birthdays and weddings and festivals and just all kinds of good stuff was going on over the past month. So, but still that's no excuse because I was trying to build some consistency and I did not live up to my promise, but I am still going to continue with the list of things that you should quit with the 30 things you should quit. And instead of doing them as um, one episode each, I am actually going to run through the plan that I had because I want to make sure that you get this information, even if it is in just small bite-sized pieces. I want you to know all of the different things that you need to quit doing now. And so I am going to start with, and I'm not even going to number them. We're just going to go through quit wasting time. Life is short. Quit wasting your time. Do something. Feel something. How do you want to feel? Get up right now and go feel it. What do you want to do? Get up right now and go do it. Number two, maybe we won't number them. (laughs) Number two, quit doing and being the minimum. Um, Ed Millett says, in everything that you do, you should do it plus one more. It's the one more thing that makes you get better every day because you are one decision away from changing your life. And it's just a matter of finding what that one thing is. So in anything that you are working on or pursuing, do it really well and do it plus one more so that you will do it to the best of your ability and spread yourself Make yourself one step closer to where you really want to be. Number three, quit playing small. Do something bigger than yourself. Sometimes that requires that you be brave and share yourself with others and do things that are outside of your normal routine. But quit playing small. Number four, Quit letting fear drive your decisions. Don't let your fear scare you out of being who you are meant to be from doing the great things. You know, you have to use that fear to propel you forward. Number five, quit breaking promises to yourself. If you tell yourself you want to do something and you're going to do something, you better do it. Absolutely. You better do it. A lot of times we keep promises to other people and we don't keep the promises that we make for ourselves. So stop breaking the promises to yourself. Number six, quit quitting on yourself. 
Don't psych yourself out of being your greatest self and doing all the good things that you dream of doing. Number seven, quit performative relationships. Let go of relationships and friendships that require you to be anything less than your authentic self. And let go of relationships that don't allow you to be your 100% self. Number eight, quit letting others be the boss of your next steps. If you are having discussions with other people about what's next for your life or what projects you'll be working on next, be very careful about the the advice that you receive. Everybody doesn't always want the best for you. Some people are in secret competition with you, honestly, and they don't really want you to shine. So they will give you advice and make you feel smaller than you are, or make you feel like you might not be able to do the things that you want to set out and do. So it's really important that you don't let others be the boss of your next steps. Make your decisions on your own and do what you want to do based on the strength within you and what you know that God has for you. Number nine, quit the old routine. If you continue doing the same old thing that you've been doing, you're gonna be stuck in the same place that you've been. So start a new routine today for different results in your future. Honestly, I forgot what number we're on. <laughs> and it's okay for me to do that because we I am human, just like everyone else. So I'm just going to continue without numbering them. Quit thinking that rejection means you're not good enough. A lot of times when, and this doesn't necessarily all have to do with relationships or anything like that, but sometimes when we're in relationships or situationships and we are rejected, we think, oh, could I have been better or could I have done something differently? But sometimes it's not necessarily that you weren't enough. Sometimes you could have been too much. You know, you could have been too ambitious or not ambitious enough. You could have been too creative or not creative enough. You could have been too capable or not creative. Um, capable enough. You could have just been too much for the person. You know, you could have spoken too articulately for the person. You could have had a different life experience than them where you couldn't really relate to each other. There's so many reasons why rejection doesn't always mean that you're just not good enough. And you have to stop focusing on that because also, you know, rejection is protection. God is allowing you to be rejected because they know god knows about the other person all the issues and problems they got connected to them people don't tell you what comes along with them and we need to this is like a whole nother conversation but when you get involved with people you need to not just ask them people or get all stuck with you know what do you bring to the table you know all the good stuff and all the stuff no what comes with you what baggage comes with you what trauma comes with you and be honest about that so that i can make a decision up front about whether or not I want to continue. Um, we'll talk about red flags in a few minutes, actually. So quit thinking that rejection means you're not good enough. Quit not taking your own advice. Walk your talk. Walk your talk. And that's the only three words that I'm going to say about that is walk your talk. Quit being attached to things that are no longer attached to you. Practice intentional non-attachment. Some people 
are really good at just detaching from people because they have no intention of ever being connected, truly connected and solidly, firmly, foundationally connected to others. So it's easy for them to just detach like nothing, you know, they don't get emotionally attached or, you know, the physical attachment doesn't create an emotional attachment to them, but others do get attached and it can be more difficult to detach from something that they're used to to being attached to. But in order to do that, you really have to intentionally practice intentional non-attachment in each and every moment of your day in order to move forward. And in that, you also have to teach yourself to quit caring for people who don't want your care. Some people are so used to conditional care rather than genuine genuine and unconditional care. They don't believe that people can care for them without wanting anything more and that bothers them and they don't want it. They don't want it. It's a big responsibility to, to be cared for. So they'd rather push you away and not accept your care. And some people are just so full of themselves that they think that your care is equivalent to wanting to have something more with them or wanting to get back with them or something when it, it could be the farthest the farthest thing from the truth just because you care about someone's well-being does not mean that you want them to return to to being a part of your life you know and people that can't detach from that and that aren't used to anyone caring for them unconditionally and wholly and maturely won't accept any care that you have to offer so you have to practice un practice intentional non-attachment and intentional non-care like stop caring for people who genuinely deeply do not want your care and i know that sounds crazy like who doesn't want somebody to care for them there are actually people out there that really just don't want you to care for them to care about their well-being or whether they're alive or anything and that's okay let whatever happens to them happen to them it's not your concern Quit procrastinating. Replace procrastination with baby steps. You know, rather than totally pushing a project or something that you'd like to bring forth to the wayside, take tiny steps toward it and let those steps build into whatever the next big step is. But just don't procrastinate and leave it 100% alone. Take the baby steps and build it slowly. Quit negative self-talk. I'm going to say that again. Quit the negative self-talk, period. That's the message. Stop it. Reprogram yourself to only be kind and positive to yourself. Quit loving other people before loving yourself. This is a big one. And I actually like recently performed a poem about this and it's a hit. It's a banger on the open mic circuit. <laughs> and um, Miles Monroe, he had a talk about this. And basically a, a quote from him was, if I love myself and you don't love me, I still have love. And that's because you should love yourself first. Love yourself fully, wholly. Fill your cup first. Love yourself first before you love anyone else. Period. 
quit letting your ideas die. This is a big one, especially for us artists out there. We spend our whole lives creating art, writing, painting, singing. All, we have all kinds of ideas. I know I do. I have ideas everywhere on sticky notes and notebooks and tablets and computers, just everywhere, all in my house, everywhere. And I am intentionally not letting my ideas die. I have intentionally been bringing things to life. And it's very important because whatever ideas and art you have created in your life are important. And someone needs to see them and people need to hear them. So it's very important that you do not let them die. Share them. Come to an open mic. Um, submit to um, journals and publications. Share your gifts. God put them in you for them to be shared. Do not let them die with you. Quit going backward. Don't edit backwards. Only edit forward. Change today and move forward in that change. Do not look backwards. Whatever didn't work out in the past, didn't work out for a reason. Don't try to revisit and try to rework it and make it work. It won't. It won't. If that person, that person wasn't for you, what is for you will not pass you by. Do not go backward and do not try to edit the past. It can't be done. Just trash it. <laughs> Throw the whole, burn the whole thing down, throw the whole thing away, start fresh, move forward. Quit speaking too fast. It is so important at work, in the home, in relationships, in everything that you truly pause before you speak. When you're in the midst of a conversation or if you are reading emails at work, sometimes we get in reactionary mode because we sometimes think ahead like, oh, well, they must mean this when they said that or this person gets on my nerves and I read this email and this is what they, and sometimes we're wrong because we don't really, we're not reading exactly the words there. We're not hearing the, exactly the words that they're saying. We're hearing and reading these messages with our filters of trauma or filters of experiences of the past or even experiences particular to the person who you're who you're working with or communicating with but you have to strip those filters away read the message listen to the message as it is and pause before responding and make sure that your response is a response and not a reaction next quit staying stuck and oftentimes we are stuck because we are trying to return to the past or or re revisiting reliving rethinking re you know trying to fix the past you can't fix the past it happened it's done it's over you can't fix it the only thing that you can do is move forward so the answer to staying stuck is always move forward. If you feel stuck, it's because you're not moving forward. Um, you must define what moving forward means to you, you know, and, you know, moving forward from a relationship, the only answer to that or the only fix for that is not always moving into another relationship. Actually, that's actually the worst response when it comes to moving forward. A new relationship won't fix the issues that you had with 
the last relationship, you just end up dragging the the crap from that into the new thing. So take some time to yourself and move forward. Quit ignoring red flags and red lights. Oh my goodness. I need to do like a whole book on this. <laughs> I, I learned a great deal just from one experience. That's the funny thing. I learned so much just from one experience that like really opened my eyes to who I was, who I wasn't, what I thought I was, what I thought I was strong about, what I thought I was firm about, um, what I thought my boundaries were, what I thought my standards were, um, how I thought I would operate in certain situations. And one thing that I will say, like, don't let, like, pretty things let you ignore all the ugly things that come with them. <laughs> um, and this is not necessarily about relationship. It could be like in a work situation or a friendship or anything, but um, there are red flags everywhere in work, in your work environment, on TV and commercials and church, at school and people, places and things all around. And red flags are meant to make you stop and rethink your path or stop and allow something to pass you by. And there was, um, I, I, I'm going to be honest, there was just one circumstance that I should have stopped and let that pass me by 100%. And I will no longer ever, ever ignore a red flag or a red light. And it's very important that you do the same. Don't ignore it. And don't see a red light and be like, oh, it just means I'm, I should slow down. No, don't slow down. I mean, stop. Red means stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Quit making others your number one pick. And this takes me to the quote from Toni Morrison. And in Beloved, she says, you, your own best thing. You are your own best thing. Don't put anybody above you but God. You know, you are your own best thing. And understand that you are number one. Don't put any other person above you. Quit living in the past and stop ruminating there. It just attracts more of the same results to your today. And we want our todays to be beautiful and awesome and healthy and productive and prosperous. So stop living in the past. Live in your today to make a greater future. Quit giving up so easily on yourself and the things that you want to do and keep pushing forward with consistency. You know, if there's something that you want to achieve, work on it, work on it every day and do something, take small steps in it, practicing it, um, polishing it every single day. And if you do that with consistency, it will turn into something big. It will turn into something successful. And even if it doesn't quickly, You'll meet new people along the way, people that will become your tribe and your family. I can tell you that even with my poetry journey, it's almost been a year and I've met so many great people and I've had so many great experiences. I've made, met so many wonderful artists, like artists of all kinds, all, all different kinds of people, genders, creeds, religions, just everything. And it's been a wonderful experience. And I'm proud that I've been consistent in it. 
and it's something I love and I enjoy and I and even more than just, you know, getting up on the stage and sharing my gifts, I love the interactions that I get with the people. And I've only been able to have those experiences because I I'm not I haven't given up. I'm continuing to do it and to learn and to grow and get better and I'm loving, you know, the way this journey is going. Quit worrying. Don't have faith in the negative. Replace your worry with faith and replace your worry with prayer. Replace your worry with positive affirmations. Be super, super, super intentional about that. Stop worrying. Stop worrying. There is nothing to worry about. Put your faith in God. Pray about it. Think positive. Don't focus on the negative. Focus on the positive. Quit being wishy-washy. Decide because staying on the fence means going nowhere. So in whatever decisions you need to make in life or changes that you need to make, decide, 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 you know, pick a side and go there because staying on the fence will get you nowhere. Quit thinking that you have time. And this is super important. We don't have all the time in the world, really. All we have is today. And of course that brings me to a quote from one of my favorite Broadway hits, Rent, where they say, there is no future, there is no past. Thank God this moment's not the last. There's only us, there's only this, forget regret or life is yours to miss. No other course, no other way, no day but today. Remember that you only have today. You only have today. You only have this moment, these moments right now. Be intentional about how you're using each and every one of them, what relationships you're building, what connections you're building, what connections you're cutting, what things you're cutting ties with, what your intentions are for your life and your words and your thoughts, especially your thoughts. Be very intentional about how you're programming yourself and your children you know, with your thoughts and your words and your insecurities or not, you know, everything that you're doing is also impacting your children if you have them. So be very intentional about the time that you have left. Use, quit using your words to block your blessings. Now, this is a big one. I will say that um, I personally you know, was kind of reckless with my words in my life. And I've, I've learned so much about that. And I have grown a lot over the past couple years and been much more intentional about the words that I use um, in relation to any situation in my life. And it's very important that you do that because we need to stop speaking faithless, reckless, careless words because words are spells. Words give things power and words take power away from you. And words can give you power. So be very intentional about how you use them and start to reprogram your life with the words that you use. And lastly, quit leaning on your own understanding. It is so important that you lean on God. Lean on something bigger than yourself. I know I personally spent 
time leaning on my own understanding, um, even without having any understanding of what the hell I was doing, you know, and leaning on my own understanding only led me to leaning and falling and leaning and falling and leaning and tumbling and falling and hurting myself over and over and over again, all because I refused basically to lean on something bigger and stronger than myself. Um, not understanding, I couldn't stand on my own. You know, I wasn't leaning on any foundation. I wasn't leaning. I couldn't lean with it, rock with it. I was rocking and falling down, <laughs> leaning and falling down just all over the place. It is so important that you stop leaning on your own understanding and lean on God, lean on something bigger and stronger than you that can handle everything, everything that you can't even handle. And don't worry, you know, you pray and you don't worry about the why or the how. Don't worry about the how. Give it to God and let him work it out for you and stop leaning on your own understanding. Um, yeah. And that was the full list of all of the things that you need to quit in life today. Feel free to re-listen to this over and over and over again. If you need to share it with your friends, share it with your girlfriends, have a, a girlfriend's chat about this, you know, play it at a, a, have your friends over for wine and play it and, and talk about it and what it means to you and what strategies you can use to quit these things so that you can have a better life, a more comfortable life. And I think that we all could benefit from quitting all of these things. And I think we need to. Why? Because we are plenty and we deserve plenty. Thank you for listening to Pursuit of Plenty. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can hear future episodes.